0: Good afternoon, and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and today we are talking with Shane Riffle. Shane is the CEO at the Brainerd Family YMCA, and Shane, welcome back to Community Focus.
1: Thank you for having me. It's so great to be here.
0: Always uh, fun to talk to you and uh, get an update on uh, happenings at the YMCA.
1: Yeah, yeah. Boy, I uh, was at an early meeting this morning and, and came back into the parking lot, and there were lots of cars there, and I was like, holy cow, it's starting to feel a little bit more like normal, our traffic flow is increasing, and there are kids inside the Y having a great time, and people doing group exercise classes, so that always lifts your spirits, that just made me smile when I was walking in, so it's a good day at the Y.
0: Excellent. That's good.
1: Now let's should we get the ick out of the way first because last time we talked we talked about the flooding and all the issues that you had. Uh, and can we get an update on that and then we got to get into all the good stuff that's going on and end on a good note. So how where are we sitting with uh, what we talked about last time? The the ick, yeah, <laughs> I remember walking in and seeing the ick all over the floors. Um that's it's been an interesting process and, and lots of learning and I believe at the as of this week, we've been consulting with an attorney and they've taken a really good look at the policy. And what we found is that the last four insurance companies that we've had, it's essentially been the same policy and it's about as good as you can have. So, um, you know, we, we had the right level of insurance. It's just the nature of how this happened um, makes it an uninsurable claim. So mm. just so folks who haven't heard, It was that really bad rainstorm on July 17th, and there's about, you know, five or more inches of rain here locally. And our roof, um, it's terraced. It's really, really old, and we know that it needs a lot of work, and that's, you know, we're really trying to look forward to our facility needs. But that part of the roof is the one place where there's this pea gravel up there, and there are two drains, and the the rate of the rain and the wind, what it – appears, after a lot of folks looking at it, what it appears happened is that it washed this pea gravel and leaves and other sediment into the drain, and it clogged it, and then it was just a matter of volume. The water rose, it went up over the flashing, and just the amount of it, it came into the building and did all the damage. And, Mm. you know, I think some folks might ask, you know, were your your drain covers cleared? And actually, (laughs) the week before, it rained maybe uh, 10 days or so before, and Scott, our maintenance director, you know, he's very vigilant about after any kind of rain, he gets up on the roof and he makes sure there's no um, debris on those drains. So we, we've done everything we can, and I joke around that the only way to have prevented this was, you know, amid the, the lightning and the, you know, I think there's a little bit of hail and, and the blowing wind, if I was up on the roof, you know, brushing that rock and that debris out and. the I don't think I wanted to do that. Yeah, that's Because <laughs> no. really if different. you'd
0: have got hurt, they wouldn't have covered you there. Mm-hmm. So
1: that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we we kind of joke about it now. It's really um joke about it, you know, not in in a funny way, but just that. Gosh, this is a challenge. It's definitely created a lot of stress for us. But you know, at the Y, we're optimistic, and we try and find the. The benefit in you know every challenge that there is, what can we learn? How can we move forward? And for mm-hmm. us, it's you know it's that realization that this facility just doesn't seem to meet our needs for the programming we want to do into the future, and just you know I, I we need more. We need a building that we can afford to operate out of. So it's gonna there's gonna be some big questions for us on what our Y looks like in the future, and you know this facility, um, you know we've got some. Really big ideas and a wonderful vision, and we've just got to start building that support and bringing folks together to, to make it happen. So we're in the early phases of that right now. The board's working on it. We're starting to look at bringing in some volunteers to help us, you know, generate some momentum and answer questions. So we're we're going to get there. I I believe with all my heart that the the Brainerd Lakes area it needs and deserves. You know, such a, a great YMCA, and we have the foundation, we have staff, we Absolutely. have the mission, we have the, the ideas for programs, and when we can expand our footprint and have the space and the tools that we need, holy moly, we're going to do even, even greater things in the community. So whatever we're doing now, it's going to be more in the future, so there's a lot of great things to look forward
0: to. Yeah, and I think you have a lot of people that truly believe in the Y here in the Lakes area, so...
1: There are, and people reach out every day. I run into people out in the community and, you know, just so much support and and care that people have for the Y. And, you know, I think it's that we do great things, but we see ourselves as part of the community and part of that network that supports kids and develops kids and is there for families and helps everybody live the healthiest life, life that they can, and that we're inclusive, that no matter where you live, what you do, what your beliefs are, whatever your politics are, you know, the Y is a non-threatening place where everybody can come together and, you know, connect and and be a good community member.
0: And blow off a little steam. Or at least some sweat. There's some sweat, right? Yeah. 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 There's some sweat. Yeah. Yep. Um, we've always said the why is for all ages, and, uh, you know, that is so true.
1: Yeah, from birth to, you know, those, those golden years in life when folks are retired and, and hopefully they're enjoying their, their later years in life. And, it, you know, for seniors in particular, um, you know, you look into the research and data on what impacts their health and when they have purpose, when they're connected, when they're doing healthier activities, it extends your life. And all of those things are parts of the parts of the puzzle and parts of the pie here at the Y that they can be a part of to, to live a longer and, and healthier life and find that uh, vitality. So it's not just that you're living longer, but you're vital. You're able to enjoy your life. Mm-hmm. And when I see these, these guys coming out of class or going swimming and, and just hanging out at the front desk, talking to other folks, it just... Makes me feel so good that that we have that in our community, and they're able to to be a part of it. And you know, here the center, um, there's a lot of great resources for seniors. And you know, people will come to the Y in the morning, they go over to the center, and there's just great community for that for those folks in that population.
0: Yep, absolutely. Hey, well, let's talk about some of those programs as we head for fall. What's what's going on? What do we need to know, Shane?
1: Well, as everybody knows, if you turn your TV on or turn the radio on there's a lot of restrictions and guidance around programs and youth sports adult sports and what you can participate in and not um, but we are going to plow forward we are firmly we firmly believe that kids need activity they need connections so we're committed to doing it but in a safe way that follows all of the guidance so uh, we're going to be running a wide flag football league it's going to look different so anyone who you know is, is looking at it it's not going to have the games like we traditionally have had in the past where you have a team, you practice before the game and then you compete. Um, we are going to do more of team by team, skills, drills, practicing, you know, and with each other within that team. And Lars and Jess have done a great job. where We've reached out to the uh, the Warriors football coaching team and asked if we could partner with them to help get some volunteers. How great is it that we can have their players that are able to volunteer and give back, but also start connecting kids with the uh, Warrior football program? Right. So that there's that, yeah, that early connection and learning the skills. So it's a win win that the high schoolers and the coaches are able to give back and volunteer, but also help develop the kids in the program. You know, one of the great things about Warrior athletics is. It's not just about competing and winning. Um, if you go listen to any of the coaches, it's about living a healthy life. It's about being a good person first and foremost. So those are the things that are important to us at the Y. So it really dovetails nicely, I believe, with that. So, yeah, go to our website, check out uh, Flag Football. We're registering now. Spots are limited because of the size and the restrictions. So we're going to have a, a, as you know many kids as we can. And just have a great program. So uh, Jess Erickson or Lars uh, Ranovic at the Y is are the key folks for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're we're glad to be doing that swim team is another program that's yeah be starting soon. Oh, it is. It's still to start. Okay. We are going to do swimming. There's been a lot of questions and people calling you. Know, How are you going to be able to do it? Um, are you going to do it? And for us, this is typically, you know, swim team has these kind of peaks and valleys and participation. We always have a lot of kids, but during Olympic years, we just boom. <laughs> and this is going to be an Olympic year this summer. So, you know, we're hoping to, you know, welcome as many kids. It's one of the greatest programs that we do. Um, it really builds community. Kids are doing something that's you know, very physical. They have to commit to it. They have to set goals, and they work hard. And doing that sets you up to that work ethic and that commitment for so many things. So doing well in school, doing well in life, learning how to do that through the swim team is, is one of those hidden gems that, that I think is a real benefit of swim team. The coaches are great mentors, the staff. Um, so we're going to do it this year. And the state has been talking, all of the aquatic directors and the, the swim leagues, we're going to do virtual meets this year. So cool. you're not going to swim all in this your traveling. own pool.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So it's going to be different. I know that there have been virtual meets in the past, so at least the basic understanding, the technology, we know what we have to do. It's just going to be doing it more on a week to week basis instead of you know once something that might have been done once a year. So Megan's working through all of that with the swim league right now, and registration I believe opens next week and um, so the swim times, the training is going to be different because we're right now only allowing one person per lane, so things are going to have to be really spread out. Sure. One idea that we're tossing around is that Sundays um, at the Y become more of a youth sport-type day that we are not open for members on Sundays but that we're doing swim meets and swim training or possibly some other youth sport programs um, so that we can space people out, um, allow for that transition, because that's one of the times where folks are co-mingling. You have to really look at your transition times and make sure that one group's gone before the next group comes in. Um, So our staff have become really proficient at managing those, those logistics and details. So that's one idea. It's not firm. It's not firm. Okay. It's not firm. Right. We're, We're tossing it about, but You know, like a lot of the things that we've had to make adjustments with is, you know, things can't look exactly the same as they did before, and you have to make adjustments to allow for, you know, for different programs and things to happen, and it kind of restricts different other areas. So everybody's making adjustments, and we're trying to do as much as we can with as little as we can.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Shane, are you doing an after-school program this year again?
1: We are doing after-school program, and the boy. I want to say first that we've worked really closely with ISD 181, um, with Corey Reynolds and Lane and her team, and it is so nice to have that spirit of collaboration, isn't it? Um, it? It really is. We've had a lot of conversations that you know we need to work together to make sure that every kid. Who needs childcare has a good quality safe place to, to grow and develop. So it's really, you know, there's fun and friends and there's Y after school program and camps and we're just truly working together to make sure that kids find the program that's right for them, that they can get there and that we're doing the best that we can. So great collaborative spirit um, and I'm just really proud to be working with them and alongside them. So we are doing after school programming here at the Y and we also have um, for the students at Baxter Elementary over at Camp Vanassic, um so that after school times, the, they're getting bused right to Camp Vanassik, and we have staff out there leading that program. So awesome. we have the capacity, and we're willing to take on some some new kids. We do have uh, spots for a few more kids, so if they're interested, Jess Erickson, um, visit our website, BrainerdLakesYMCA.org, to start looking into that. Um, and then and then I... I'm already looking ahead. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Well, I was just going to say, I'm I'm thinking of the annual campaign that comes up every fall, and based on what you said about the facilities, uh, Gonna we're okay.
1: going to need that. Uh,
0: we're going to need some cash, aren't we?
1: We are. The we're serving more kids, more families. The financial need is greater than ever, um, but also operationally. Yeah, you're right. With these repairs, we're <laughs> it's about 150 now. Depending on you, you know. Um, uh, with repairs, once you dig in and get into something, <laughs> right. it's always 10 or 20% more than you think. Yeah. Um, so we have kind of this range that it looks like, to get us back to where we were exactly before the storm, it's about $150,000 to $200,000. Mm. We've started working on some of the aesthetic items. Um, we're doing some painting now, the drywall repair. So the next step we're looking at is the base molding and ceiling tiles. And we're just doing our best to, as we literally almost find the money to do it Mm -hmm. um, or that it, you know, that it comes in that we're trying to take care of that. Um, And I hope members just hopefully are patient and understand that, you know, we don't have the the types of resources to just go out and do everything at once, but Mm -hmm. we are committed to providing, you know, a really great looking facility as best as we can. Um, But then on the other hand, we don't want to invest a lot of resources into a building that we know doesn't meet our needs that we may not, you know, be, it may not be the same facility in a couple of years, you know, um, same location likely, um, but this building, you know, needs some, some major work. So who knows what the possibilities are to either significantly renovate or maybe tear it down and rebuild. Who, who knows? That's when I was talking about our vision and all of the great possibilities. You know, there's a lot of ways that we can go based on community support. We're going to listen to our members, to the community, and build what is needed in this community. Awesome, awesome. that so is very annual awesome. campaigns coming up. Yeah, like like you mentioned, um, Ken, the annual campaign is going to be starting in October. So we're building um, volunteers right now. And every year, I just ask if you're interested in giving back and want to volunteer and help. You know, it's 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 not directly asking people for money. It's sharing the impact and the stories that we do every day, and asking yeah. people if they'll support that. It is so easy to do when you frame it like that. I think I get, you know, I get so excited when someone asks me about what's going on at the Y and I can share stories about the, the kids who have come to us, you know, with, with a particular need and we're able to be there for them because mm-hmm. of our staff and the type of programming we have and that we're making their lives better. And we're going to give them the opportunity to be such a better person and worker and citizen in our community, you know, when they're an adult. So yeah. it's, it's exciting to do that. I'm smiling. <laughs> I've got a huge smile right now just thinking about it. We can see it. We can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, good. All good. right. Well, Shane, uh, we'll uh, invite people to go to your website uh, to find out more about what we've talked about today. Facebook, too. I know you have a huge presence there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, Jess and, and Laura and Macy, they're always making such great posts about, you know, showing pictures and and real life, you know, impact on on what we're doing with the kids. So if you want to be inspired, go look at our Facebook site and, you know, scroll back through some of the stories and pictures and and memories that we've had. Yep. It's it's inspirational.
0: All right. Well, Shane,
1: we are out of time, but thank you as always for taking time out of your day to visit with us and uh, good luck with all the programs and stuff that you're doing. And thank you for what you and your staff are doing here in the community. It's our pleasure. and, And thank you. And we were Uh, so grateful to the community and and proud to be here. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Shane. Thanks, Shane. Shane Riffle is the CEO at the Brainerd Family YMCA. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be listened to anytime right on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com. And you can listen through our free downloadable app, too, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.